worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to Inspired by Her, the podcast that will give you the inspiration, motivation, and tips for success from some of the top executives, CEOs, and influencers from around the globe. With your host, serial entrepreneur and named one of the most influential Filipina in the world, Kate Hancock. And so today I'm so excited to introduce to you my guest. First, this episode is about, have you ever wondered about what it takes to become an influencer? Well, that's exactly what we're going to learn today. So I have my amazing guest who I just started to become really good friends, Zoe and Kaloy. Can you tell us about Hi. your Thanks Yes. Thanks so much for having us, Kate. Yes, so I'm so excited. I know you guys are stuck in Dumaguete right now. <laughs> That's okay. So tell us how did you get started? What's the story behind Zoe and Visayan Hilao? I mean, it dates back a year before Zoe, um, because Carson was traveling by himself for about a year and vlogging. So maybe he wants to start with that and then I'll yeah. jump in a year later. Yeah. Well, where do I start when like, I started my channel? Yeah, so what was the story? Uh, bring me back to your first post. Was that a plan? <laughs> what is that like? Did you get traction? So a few months before I started Visayang Hilao, I did a solo backpacking trip around Southeast Asia. So I didn't, I wasn't recording. I had a GoPro just for fun. Um, but I ended up in Shargao and that's when someone told me that I should start vlogging. And I had no idea what vlogging was, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it gave me the idea. So I went home and like researched it and I was working at a call center at that time. So I did not want to do that anymore. And so I was like, all right, send it. And I bought a camera and then I flew back to the Philippines and I started making videos, um, for a whole year before I met Zoe. So I had no idea what I was doing, but I was just recording like my adventures in the Philippines, kind of like just jumping off waterfalls, pretty much what we're still recording now. Yeah. Nothing's really changed, <laughs> but now Zoe's here. 
Yeah, so I started off in marketing um, in Brisbane, Australia, and I liked my job, but kind of it was getting a bit stale for me. So my contract was coming to an end, so I figured I would spend three months in the Philippines. And it was my plan was to rediscover like my roots um, and you know kind of find home. And then I met him, um, Carson, and decided you know. I might stick it out for a bit longer than three months. So I started, you know, we, I joined the vlogs. We had so much fun. And then I noticed, you know, my channels, my Instagram to start with absolutely skyrocketed. So that happened very quickly. Um, and then I thought, you know, maybe I can make something out of this. So like just the other day we were looking, um, what was that website? Social, Social Blade or something Social like Blade. That? And you can like type in an influencer on Instagram and see all their statistics. Wow. And, like we ourselves. And just to see our growth was like crazy this time last year. So it's it's interesting to see how far we've come in such a short time, but really it's just the consistency and then being part of a market that's so involved in social media, which mm -hmm. the Philippines is. Yeah, I was looking at your your engagements is so amazing. Your every post. I think what makes you guys different is you really spend the time to respond to your audience. I think yeah. that I've, I've never seen like you guys really take time and respond to their, uh, your, your audience comment. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important. Yeah. It, I mean, it works to build a community. So like, you're not just a, like this idol that no one can kind of reach, like we're people. And so we have such a strong community where we're like, going sort of thing okay like, an like a youtuber versus an artista yeah because like they people aren't shy to approach us on the streets and stuff because they're not like intimidating like an artista right because mm -hmm. they feel like they have that connection already like we're just friends watching the vlogs which is cool i mean we're not artistas so <laughs> yeah 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 i've seen people in action as they you know you guys were you mentioned in one story you guys were driving around with a motorcycle with a helmet and still people recognize you mm -hmm. yeah filipinos have legal eyes it's they can... crazy they should all join like the fbi or something <laughs> <laughs> okay so um what would be your advice for anyone who's just about to start their own channel? I think everyone is bored right now and <laughs> they wanted to break into that business. What would be your advice? Um, first thing I would just say is start like, just like I did. I didn't know vlogging really was, but I just started like my first video didn't even have like background music or anything. It was just raw. Like I just started uploading and, and you learn as you go, so you can't, don't wait until you like you know what you're doing to start, because that's part of the process is you learn as you start posting a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and definitely pick a niche that you really enjoy, because if it's not something you enjoy, you're not going to last. Because the thing with like YouTube or Instagram or any of that, it's a long, you're in for the long run. Like don't expect to become insta famous or becomes like a big profile in just like a few months. You have to like commit a few years. So you got to enjoy what you're doing. Okay. So you mentioned it's about a year before you get traction. Is that what happened? Yeah. I mean, it all depends on luck and hard work. And 
there's a lot of factors. Yeah, like but it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Is what I'm mm -hmm. trying to say. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I think now's a really great time as well because people are so active on social media mm. because they're so bored. Yeah. So if you have something to contribute, to, you know, break that boredom cycle, then you know you're lucky. Like you're likely to get traction right yeah. now. Now, where did you learn? Are you like, do you guys know already how to edit videos or is there a website that you guys went to, how to learn how to edit videos or things like mm. that? YouTube University. <laughs> YouTube University, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, no, like you learn everything on YouTube. Like, they, I kind of like knew the basics. I don't know how, like at the beginning, but every little thing when you get caught up then you just go to YouTube and search. Like, it, it definitely took me a lot longer to edit at the starting, like seven plus hours for one video. And now it's like wow. three hours. So you learn yeah. as you go. It takes forever at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. How did you deal with a Philippine um, signal? It's, yeah. How did you get into that route? <laughs> like, I always told myself that the Philippines is like the best place to vlog, but the worst place because it's the worst uploading speed ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but after a year, my friend Brian, from the Ahern family he taught me a little trick he told me that if you upload using your phone app like the YouTube app on your phone then it's like a million times faster and now I upload in like 15 minutes versus it took me like nine hours before yeah and then so. that doesn't mean like hotspotting from your phone to your computer a lot of youtubers are like, like yeah we use our phone it's like no you hotspot it's still slow and it chews through your load yeah so like actually upload on the YouTube app on your phone yeah Mm -hmm. That's a big, so, a which yeah so i have a question so which platform work for you is it is it facebook or do you uh, do you post it live or do you curate it in different platforms so tell me how do you guys work um for besides how youtube videos they're also like posted on facebook about the next like the day after mm -hmm. so like we post on youtube first to kind of get the traction there um and then the next day or you know whatever we'll post on facebook um because there's still such a huge community on like how many uh, over a million yeah so there's a million people on facebook who care about it um but facebook is still kind of figuring out monetization so they're new to the, the monetization game so it's a little bit there's some quirks that they need to figure out um so you know it doesn't always make as much money as youtube that's why the YouTube is the focus. Um, and then, so then we also cross promote on our Instagram because we have, you know, another audience on there. So we share in our stories, you know, swipe up to see the latest vlog. Um, yeah, kind of having it across all platforms to get the audience. So what is your day like? Okay, so you went shoot for how many hours a day do you shoot? I mean, it just depends like, what we're doing i mean we, we we're travel vloggers <laughs> so yeah. we go out in the morning um we go to a waterfall or whatever we're doing whatever adventure it is that day and we just start filming until pretty much the sun goes down because it happens very quickly in the philippines yeah. it's short it's days like <laughs> is that what it is do you find yeah. it you find it short they are like well the sun just the goes sun. down early Gotcha. The sun goes down at 5.30 versus yeah. in the States, it's dark at 9.30 p.m., you know, in, in summer. summer. So the yeah. days are longer in the States. Yeah. But. Okay. okay, so um, do you guys plan your content for the year? Or do you, how do you, do you schedule it? <laughs> no, I'm the worst planner in the world. I just go with the flow. I notice videos that I plan ahead 
do better. Like if I actually have a video in mind and I like execute mm -hmm. it, those videos get a lot more views, but. We kind of then fill the, the lulls between the planned videos with just our normal travel vlogs. Yeah, so the travel vlogs are consistency and then it's the, the viral videos that we planned that, you know, growth. yeah, growth. there's growth there. Mm. Wow, okay. So bring me back to the first year. What was the best traction you've had when you started your YouTube, um, Carson? Was that we traveled together? No, when you just you when you were just starting by myself. Yes. Um, well, my second video I ever made is still one of my top view videos. It was a Kaga Asaka challenge where you dance Budots, you know. So oh. I had <laughs> that video I did have in mind before I started vlogging because I wanted to just 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 do kind of fun videos, uh -huh. and I thought of that one. Um, so that one, after a few, it, it was kind of slow, but then after a few months, it got traction. Because YouTube algorithm's weird, they start sharing it a few months later, you know? Mm -hmm. So that one was like my first 100,000 plus video when I first began. So I think that's how I started picking up subscribers and got like attention. Um, and then from there, it was just kind of a gradual, like, yeah, nothing like super quick growth until um, Zoe came along and we started to get some quick growth. Yeah, then April was a huge month for us last yeah, year. Yeah, when did I start? I started backpacking in February, mid-February with Carson, and then April, a whole bunch of things kind of culminated, and like we were just looking at our stats the other day, and I, my Instagram grew. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Like 36,000 followers in wow. a week. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And it was organic. Like It, it was like, organic. It, yeah. Yeah, it within was, like two weeks, three weeks, she gained like 80,000 followers. <laughs> that's just amazing. So do you feel like, I guess it's working as a couple, right? Yes. Sure. Love teams definitely work in the Philippines. Like they, they love love. Um, <laughs> so for a long time, they weren't sure if we were dating. So it was kind of like the... Mm. There's a story. Are they? Are they not? So that's why people were invested in finding out if we were. And then once we were, we became the love team and now they're interested in seeing us kind of develop so yeah well you guys i just watched your last video the uh, getting to who knows best i was just laughing actually listening to you guys one i lost the first time <laughs> so <laughs> who did one at one month okay how how about the scrabble who's winning me every time every she time. gets pissed off because i wreck her at scrabble yeah because 
He plays with technique. I just try to like put down the longest words that I know. She's like, I know these weird words you know. That's like, but yeah, my I technique's don't, better. Yeah, I don't have technique. The score is lowest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have you to thank for Scrabble. Our first time ever playing mm. was at um, Pitanas Paraiso in Nasa. Oh, wow. Okay, well, at least you get some yeah. fairies. Thank you, but also if we break up, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be responsible. I don't, understand. I don't understand how she always wants to play because every time she gets mad that I, I crush her, she gets so frustrated. I just come back. And since day one at Bintana, it's been the same. Yeah, and now I'm playing with his mom on Words with Friends, and I'm still losing. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't figured out that yet. She just loves it. Wow, wow. Well, so um, what's your plan? What what what's what's the the feature of the love story of both of you are you or where which um is there any place that you guys are planning to visit after this quarantine we were so close to going to indonesia mm. so we we're supposed to be going at the end of april yes we were definitely going we, we had like really strong plans to go definitely in may at the beginning of may for a red bull event and then we thought but we leave at the end of April because it's Carson's birthday. So we're like, let's go to Indonesia and have your birthday there. And then I think we did what a lot of um, millennials did at the beginning of the coronavirus thing. Mm -hmm. um, we saw cheap flights <laughs> and we're like, maybe we should. <laughs> so cheap. <laughs> like so cheap because um, I saw flights from Maldives for like $200. And I was like, really? Round trip. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is it. We have to go to the Maldives. And then that's actually not our thing. Um, so we looked at flights to um, Java. Wow. So we'll spend some time in East Java and then go to Bali for the Red Bull event. But that has been way pushed back. So after all the quarantine, all that, and it's safe to travel again, um, hopefully in Indonesia. Indonesia. Okay. So, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that's just, like Bali, we want to do. Uh -huh. So Joe, Zoe, I love how you transition from an influencers and working with a brand. I saw some of your commercial. So how did you, what made you decide to do that? So tell me that story. Oh. So my signal is Did I broke up? Oops, sorry, it's just you're coming glitching. out. Yeah, you're glitching a little bit. Yeah, I think like it's five. my signal. Yeah, so I love how you transitioned from influencers and working to big brands. How did you get into that? Is that something you plan or it just happened? So you mean like how did I get into like the commercial? With? Yes, the commercial side. Oh, the commercial side. Yeah. Um, that was all part of our April story. So in April, I had a viral photo shoot. Um, it was my first ever photo shoot. I've never modeled, um, not even like as a kid or anything. And I met this, um, a swimsuit designer in Romblon in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, like makes her own swimsuits at home and wanted to start a brand. So I met her at um, a fiesta and then she's like, hey, like, do you want to model for me tomorrow morning? I was going to do it myself, but like, can you do it? So I like, sure, why not? Like, you're really nice and you're going to give me a swimsuit. So, okay. <laughs> and then um, that photo shoot, it took 
a little while, like almost a month for it to really pick up on Facebook. And out of nowhere, pretty much, it just started getting shared and shared and it had like wow. almost 100K shares. That's why my Instagram started growing so much. And there was nothing like raunchy about it. I was really, I was just in a swimsuit. Mm -hmm. um, but I became known as Yellow Bikini Girl. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And then because of that going so viral and it was all over the Philippines, like <clears throat> a lot of people didn't know me from Bisayang Hilao. They knew me from Yellow Bikini Girl. And then that's how my agency picked me up because they search on social media. Um, so they focus only on Filipino talent mm -hmm. um, or at least Eurasian beauties. So they found me through my social media um, and then we had discussions about what it meant to join a modeling agency. Um, and then before I knew it, I was signed and I had my first commercial before I actually signed my contract. It was with AirAsia. Um, and it was pretty surreal. Like I hadn't even really signed with the agency yet. And I was being flown to Macau for like an overseas shoot. I was like, this is crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm really lucky being in the Philippines that social media is so valued here because that's how I was found. Um, and now that's how I continue to get big brand deals for commercials. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so being a couple, I mean, do is there any, like, I have to share a story when Dan and I go to an event and they always assume that it was him who started. Is there sometimes your friction, how you get your feelings hurt? Because you guys are both, is that, or you guys are in the same, like maybe one will get attention than the other. Is that it ever happen or no? Um, sometimes one of us will get approached for a brand deal and the other won't, mm -hmm. even though we have very similar audiences, same amount of like, um, like followers. Um, so we usually then try to like involve the other person. So if someone reaches out to me, unless it's like very niche to you know females, I'm not going to be like, Hey, my boyfriend would really like to be involved in this Maybelline campaign. <laughs> like that's not going to work. But if it's something that like he can be involved in, then I'll pitch him um, as like a package. So, you know, buy one, get one free. <laughs> So, um, did you guys ever shoot a commercial with both of you? Did you guys ever work with a brand? Um, not in a commercial. We almost um, got picked for a tourism thing in the Philippines um, through my agency. They needed a Australian backpacker that could speak Visaya, and he's not Australian, but <laughs> could look. <laughs> Yeah, um, and speaks Messiah, and they—he almost got it, but they wanted him to cut his hair. Yeah, I wasn't so trying to cut my hair. That's like how long does it takes you to get that long? Oh, they wanted a backpacker, not like a yeah, like a clean shaven guy. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't end up getting that one because yeah, he needed short hair, but that's okay. So no, to this day we haven't done a commercials together, um, but we've done some collabs together, like Sinologs, and that was cool. Yeah, we were on Gmail. Oh yeah, uh, we've been on a couple TV shows. Um, Which one? We were on Jessica Soho. Okay. Um, and also GMA, yeah, I Wonder. So that was that was also in April. So that was another part of the April explosion. Hmm. It seems like April is your lucky month. 
It is. Yeah, hopefully this year repeats history repeats itself. But yeah. I it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's gonna be in quarantine, you know, going viral again, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um I have a question of it. I know I've asked you this before, Carson. I mean, your Cebuano is way deeper than mine or Zoe or anyone. So it's like, it's so impressive or like, we can't beat you, right? How did you get into that deep, deep Bisaya? No, that's true. <laughs> what was your, did you ask a question? Did you switch Sorry, that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think my my Wi-Fi here is so bad. So how did you learn that really deep Cebuano words? Like no one could ever compete with you. Your Cebuano is so deep. Um. So I learned I learned my Cebuano serving as a missionary for the LDS Church. Um. So part of our everyday studies was like an hour of language study. And so that means like either reading like the Bible or scriptures in Cebuano and those are already like super deep words, right? Like even people I thought they didn't understand the Bible words because they're so deep. Um, even the dictionary, those are like really deep words. So sometimes it's a disadvantage because like the locals don't even understand what the words mean, even though that's like the pure Cebuano, you know, because mm -hmm. Cebuano's kind of like developed over time or evolved. Mm -hmm. like, even the English, it's kind of a mix of English sometimes. Yeah. So I guess that's where like deep words come from, just like through the studies and trying to memorize words and having no idea, you know, it's like you're just reading, or, yeah. I don't know. You just, no, but you, you can. Deep words and then speaking with the locals, I mean, that's how like you really learn a language is like immersing in, in the culture and with the people. So I wrote down words every day, what people are speaking. So I guess just words I pick up, some of them are deep. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's really impressive. Because like, I love how you can just spit. I think that makes you so special because you're a blonde as hell and your Cebuana is deep. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely got a niche there. Yeah. 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 Do you think that's, I'm sure that's, that's, you know, what sets you apart and it's a big part of why you have some loyal following in, in Mindanao and Visayas. Yeah, if you if you look at our following, it's so saturated in Cebuano speaking. Like our Tagalog followers, there's not too many. Mm -hmm. uh, like our fan base or following base is very Cebuano. Yeah. So definitely the Cebuanos connect more. Even though Tagalogs can read our subtitles, they don't. They're probably not connecting with us because yeah, they're not getting the sense of humor it. and like the language, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. That's definitely the. The thing that set me apart, even my first year before Zoe, like before the love team, like it was, I was the white guy speaking Cebuano, you know. So that's why even my first year, I, I grew to 100K in 10 months. And I don't think I would have been able to do that if I just spoke English. So it definitely helped me out. That's that's very true. So what is your highest views ever? Was Is that still 9 million or what's the recent? Um, On Facebook, it's, it's easier to get views on Facebook because you can share, you know. Mm -hmm. um, that one's over 11 million on wow. the taxi scams in Manila. So um, I kind of just show how many taxis drivers are out there and dishonest. And unfortunately, majority of them were, uh, or maybe it was half. No, it was, we got three honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it definitely wasn't half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah most, most of them were dishonest. But that one is my most viral on Facebook. On YouTube, the highest one I think was like around three. 
over 3 million views on Manok Nupula. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> when we sing Manok Nupula. Oh, Manok Nupula. Okay. And these are planned videos as well. Yeah, see, so you can tell. We put thought into them. And like, they're a lot harder to execute because it's not just us jumping off waterfalls and doing what we do every day. Mm -hmm. Like we have to give up, you know, an entire day to like facilitate. Ride taxis. So, yeah, ride taxis back and forth from all of Asia to the casinos. Um, <laughs> or, you know, walk around Bahal singing a song yeah. <laughs> about chickens. <laughs> okay, so, um, what is okay so for anyone who's just about to plan on starting their own right what is what is the range startup cost how much do you have to spend for a camera what would you advise and what to ex what for them to expect um well my first camera was a sony a6300 um it's a good camera and it's great for vlogging because it's very light that was around seven hundred dollars but i think even that isn't necessary um her iphone 11 Great. Yeah, if you've got an iPhone, even the 10 is fine. I yeah. just had a broken camera on my 10. That's the only reason I upgraded. Um, so yeah, an iPhone from about 10 up is great. Yeah, we have we have friends in Bohol and all they film is their using their iPhones and yeah. they have a ton of subscribers, like over 300,000 mm -hmm. subscribers. So yeah. yeah, they just film on their phone. I don't think you need a really nice camera. It depends what you're doing. If you're trying to make cinematics and like invest in a nice camera. And then just editing software as well. So, I mean, yeah. you can get free. I know some people who do like iMovie. Yeah. iMovie, okay. Yeah. Or even GoPro has an editing software. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think some bloggers like becoming Filipino, I think he mainly uses his GoPro, I think. And but then there's people who also edit on their phones. phones. Yeah, you can do it cheap. Like it's no excuse that you have to like save up to buy a nice camera. Yeah, just Start. Just start doing it, and then as you gain traction, as you grow, then you can start investing in new equipment. Yeah, upgrade as you go. Like now, we're using you know better equipment, but I mean we've seen a lot of you know benefits in our photography. But mm -hmm. and like the videos have remained mostly the same. So who's the most creative of both of you? Who's the most creative? It's a I think my signal. Um, see things that I don't but to write. So I guess I have that and like the captions for our like Instagram and whatever, like for the most part I She's, do them. Like she I, has all the words. I don't have any words. And like I like to express myself that way where I'm not one to really visually express. So all the photos I post, he takes them. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I mean, visually he's more creative. I just have the words in here and I know how to express myself that way. That's one. So you guys really are a great team. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and visit our social channels to follow us so you don't miss out on the next episode. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. 
Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.